Good morning to everybody. Bezrez Hashem Yisbarach. We're up to Shir number 58. Okay, just an interesting quick Shiloh which we saw, which I heard. Um, a, somebody has a hot challah, in a challah sometimes is warmed up. In the, then we're going to see in the future certain things that are allowed to be warmed up on top of a pot, on top of a cover of a pot, al-gabe kise kedera. Or one has a challah that's coming out of uh, a hot oven or the like, or any other hot area which would be considered a klirishain. Uh, in other words, uh, on top of a fire area, on top of the pot which is on the fire area, or on top of the oven or the like. Now the question is, this challah, this challah is above Yad Saleh, despite. And now to take a piece of this hot challah, which is above Yad Saleh, despite, and to put it into a dip, one of the dips, avocado dip, tomato dips, those dips which are not cooked on Shabbos, the chayra would be a problem because the chala is a davar gush. It's a hot davar gush, and um, now the chayra still remains a kli rishain, like we said. And now to put it into a non-cooked dip, which would be a davalach, um, that would be the problem of putting a davar gush into non-cooked liquids on Shabbos. If it's a dip that was already cooked, um, and now one takes the challah, and the challah, before putting it into the dip, uh, was put down onto a plate or onto a table, and the dip, again, was already cooked from before, even though the dip is now totally cold, so that would be okay. You have a klisheni, the davagush, in a klisheni, which is the challah, one chumrah, and then the other chumrah is the dip was already cooked. We say, ein bishel, achar bishel, um, in such a case, so to take those two chumras together, the, the, the already cooked dip and the davagush, which is the chala, in a klisheni, those two chumras, like Lefira Moshe, says we do not put together, and that would be okay to put, again, a piece of hot chala into a cooked dip once the chala was put down on a table or a plate. Um, if the chala... If the challah um, was not put down, in other words, one, one took it off the uh, cover of the pot or out of the oven and he's still holding it in his hands, this hat challah, um, so that would be a shtickle of a question. In other words, to take a piece of this challah, which was never put down onto a klisheni, and now put this hat challah into a dip which was already cooked. So then it's a little bit of a suffix. Do we say we have the two? In other words, is is the hands, when I take it into my hands, is that considered a klisheni where I take one chumrah, and then the dips which are already cooked is the second chumrah? Or do I say, since I never put it down, it's still the challah is still in my hands coming off the oven, coming off from on top of a hot pot or on top of a flame, do I say it still has a din of the klirishine where I never put it down onto a plate or onto a table? So that's a little bit blibes, a little bit of a suffix um, to say that um, that hot challah sticking it into a dip which was already cooked. Um, so we're going to say over there, we're not sure, but there are things to rely on even in such a case, but definitely if the dip was not cooked, putting that hot challah into a non-cooked dip, that should one should refrain from doing on Shabbos. Also, one has to be careful um, putting these non-cooked dips, again, tomato, avocado, or the like, um, onto a hot davagush on his plate. Let's say sometimes he has a hot piece of fish. Sometimes somebody might want to put a nice, uh, you know, tomato dip, give it a good taste, hot piece of fish on his plate. Also, um, in such a case, a non-cooked dip, one has to be careful. That's, again, a putting a davalach onto a davagush, a davalach that was not cooked. If the dip was already cooked, so then 
Again, we could be makel because the fish is in a klisheni. We don't take on that chumra and the dip was already cooked. The other chumra together, it's not a problem. But the non-cooked dips, putting it onto a piece of meat, hot piece of meat or a hot piece of fish would be a problem on Shabbos. An interesting bishel shaila comes up in regular standard water. Let's say one has water that was heated up to 130, 140, um, and now the question, it's in a situation where it will now be heated up or, or the person will do a action in order to heat the water from 130, 140 to boiling point. The question is, do we say there is now bishel in that um, in that space? In other words, going from 130, 140 up to the boiling of 212, would one be chayev minatayra for bishel on that water? Again, in a case where the water never went higher. In other words, the water he had went up to 140 and it never went higher. It's not a case where it was boiled and then cooled down. The water went to 130, 140, or any temperature for that matter, above Yad Saladisbay. Now we're talking about above Yad Saladisbay, and now he wants to, or, or the person did an action to bring it up to 212. What will be the halacha then? So Taka, many place can hold that the fact that the water hit Yatzaladisbay, if one put that same water into an area where it could come to a boiling point, he would be chayev for Bishal on Shabbos. Just to read to you the lesson of the Sefer Shabbos kitchen, liquids are considered cooked at a temperature of Yatzaladisbay. But most place can rule heating liquids, which are already Yatzaladisbay, up to and yet higher and, uh, I'm sorry, up to a higher temperature and including the boiling point would fall under the malacha of Bishel. So some examples, for example, one has a kettle, a kettle of water that he knows did not come up to a boiling point before Shabbos. On Shabbos, it would definitely be usher minatayra to move that kettle closer to a, fa- to, to a flame whereby it would uh, become, go into a boiling point. Also, we've mentioned in the past a urn. One should be careful that the urn was, uh, the water in an urn should be fully cooked, in other words, reach the peak that the urn could bring it up to before Shabbos, because if it didn't, let's say it's boiling point or even some urns are, are a little bit less, I don't know exactly the exact temperature in the urn, but let's say the urn goes up to 180 or 190 and the water in the urn only reached 140, so now when he takes out water, the person takes out water on Shabbos, he now has less water in the urn and it'll cook up, it'll, it, the water in the urn will go from 140 to 180. In other words, he now did an action to make the water move from 140 to 180, thereby running into a problem of Bishel on Shabbos. And not just the, the, that the water is moved, temperature is moving up, it's now moving up. It's, in other words, it's cooking, in a, uh, it's cooking faster. It's Mamahara Bishel, like we've discussed in the past. Uh, it's cooking faster than it did before by him taking out the water from the urn. But once the water came to the full boiling point or the, the highest temperature in the urn before Shabbos, so any water he takes out, it was already fully cooked to the highest point and it can't go any higher, so that would not be a problem. Usually most urns, by the way, have a button that pops or, or goes on. It says fully boiled, <clears throat> excuse me. In other words, when it reached the top uh, temperature in the urn before Shabbos, that button or that light will go on and that stays on the whole Shabbos. In other words, it stays at boil or the highest temperature the entire Shabbos. So one should make sure that that uh, button does go on or the light does go on before Shabbos. Okay, everybody, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Atzlacha.